Welcome to this carrier update. Donnie, going to start looking at what's going on in the ports here domestically and really not seeing a ton of growth. But that's a big one. It, it is. Uh, and it, it's not. I look at the, the problem is you've got to look at the, the two in, in conjunction, right? I mean, they're next Very to true. each other. Um, LAX has picked up Port of Long Beach's lost some, but still, and LAX a lot bigger than Long Beach anyways. So we are good to, glad to see the 2.8% increase there. Uh, it, maybe if you need capacity, maybe, you know, to speed some unloading up, you might want to look at, at Long Beach instead mm -hmm. of going to LAX. But when you look at all the other areas, all these other major ports, year-over-year -year change, they're in red. Yeah. Some of the smaller ones, Washington, Charleston, Jacksonville, Boston, Tampa, West Palm Beach, San Diego, a lot of these others are, are in green, but they're very small. And we do have one of the, the largest port is actually in green. So uh, we need it all in green. But you got to remember this time last year, we started the fall, what, April-ish? He, Henry wrote the article the last week in May. All right, so we started the downfall then. So this is the down incline, and we're still comparing to that. Yeah. So it's not quite the boom. That, and there's volatility not, too, yeah, right? There's not, it's not too soon after the boom. Yeah. So here in about probably another three or four months, this will the be a comp more accurate. It'll be, it'll, it'll actually compare a lot better. And I think one of the interesting things, and I'm looking here, and it's only because anecdotally, I've seen it. I was, so last year, took vacation right around this time to Tybee Island, just outside of Savannah, leaving there, saw all the containers flowing out, right? Sitting in the harbor, you could be on the beach, you could see all the container ships still going in there. Throwback to last week, I was in Hilton Head, driving in and driving out, definitely felt like less containers moving. In the time I was out on the beach, what you could see, because you are a little further away, one container ship going into the port. So I've never just, seen that, but I really want. So it, it is interesting to see just in the comparison from where we were this time last year to now, just being there around very similar times, right? They weren't identical, but it you could definitely, it felt like less. And I think that's a key. And, and, and it shows up, right? 25%. So yes, very, very possible. Um, all right, let's hop off. Inter or help off container ships and let's jump on the, the fuel train. Yep. Tony, we've picked up a little bit. We, we had a little bit of a, more of an increase on diesel, which we're going to see this. We're going to be over $4 a gallon by Monday. Yeah. Our rack prices are just continued to jump up. Yep. And now people are starting to get worried and diesel's going to follow. Now more and more are getting worried because they're seeing this. So it's going to exponentially start Jumping. Yeah, I mean, John Kingston was on earlier in the show and kind of talked about what's going on in the futures market. It's it's really not driven by, it's just like this bullish run on oil futures. And guess what? The brag price, the wholesale price tracks that. Yeah. Guess what follows the rag price? The price of the price. pump. So yeah. it's, it's we'll, just like this knock-on effect. Yeah, we'll see after maybe the first week of August what it does. Uh, you got a lot of people that are going out and this is their last rendezvous to, to, for vacations yeah. and whatnot before their kids go back to school. So you got a lot of people that'll be taking a vacation last week, this week, or maybe next week. And then they'll be prepping their kids to go back to school. So they're just trying to get one more in. So maybe some more cars on the freeway. And in effect, will also help push up demand for fuels, not necessarily diesel fuel, but some of those cars are diesel as well. It allows them to push up 
prices. Now, one of the concerns with this, I think we have the spread first. No, oh, I didn't no. put the spread in there because the spread is, has been extremely close. Yeah. It's well, it's still not, you know, less than a dollar ten range. And just seeing right price going straight up, we already know. And the concern, we've got spot rates. And this is where I was hoping we were going was you're seeing them continue to decline as your one of your major costs is increasing, right? Because you have to think about it from a, a carrier that operates in the spot market under spot rates. They typically don't have the contracts to buy fuel at the wholesale price or plus or minus a few rack, uh, cents from the rack price. They're paying what it is at the retail location. And they might have the rewards program that gets them three cents per gallon, but... Yeah. If this continues to come on down, give it about another week and a half and we'll see. Now we're back to where we were pre-holiday. Let's see if this starts to drop as we get into August, if demand continues to weaken and if fuel prices remain elevated, this can really put a lot of pressure on these carriers. Absolutely. Well, Donnie, thank you so much for the updates this morning. We'll be sure to check in with you one more time before the end of the show. Right now, we'll hand things back over to Kaylee and Anthony.